0: Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is a Mac Voices update for January 2023. A number of things to talk about here, mainly CES. But before that, just a couple quick notes. First, if you're watching this on a timely basis, Mac Voices Live will be dark on Tuesday, January 31st. I'm doing some traveling for business and won't be able to make showtime. So we will be dark that day, but we will be back the next week, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, as usual, at YouTube.com slash TV. We'd love to have you join us. It's always a whole lot of fun. Second, it became evident in the last Mac Voices Live during a conversation with one of our panelists that they had not been receiving any of my Twitter posts uh, since December in spite of there being a whole lot of Twitter posts um, as the CES shows got released. So I wanted to put this out. I put it out in the dispatch. I'm putting it out to you now. Um, Apparently, Twitter is maybe a little less reliable than it should be about delivering tweets to people you followed. And I'm assuming, of course, that you followed me or followed the Mac Voices Live uh, presence on Twitter. So you may want to go back and check that. Um, If you aren't subscribed to the dispatch please do so. Everything, all the shows, uh, including all the CES shows, get listed in there. So you will have that. Um, Or you may want to follow us on one of the other social media presences we have. Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon. Um, I I post things on my personal LinkedIn um, as well. Uh, Micro.blog. There are a lot of them out there. You can find them all on Mac Voices, uh, the, the Mac Voices website, or at the bottom of each of the Mac Voices Dispatch newsletters. So again, if you're counting on Twitter, sorry, it just may not be reliable. Uh, through no fault of ours, uh, we all know there's a lot of controversy and a lot of issues going on at Twitter right now. But I was kind of distressed to find out that you know, like a whole month, month and a half were missing from at least one person. Uh, I have, I know that other people are receiving them, so. You may want to check your subscriptions, not just to mine, but also other uh, other Twitter subscriptions. The other big thing to talk about, of course, is CES. As you know, if you're subscribed to Mac Voices, we've been pushing out a whole lot of content from our interviews there, and there's still more to come. It was so good to be, to be back, see old friends, meet some new friends, uh, see things, getting to where we'd like to see them for the new normal, whatever that means, and it was clearly a very well-attended show. Uh, there were allegedly 100, I think, in 15,000. The official numbers aren't out yet, but the estimates were 115,000, which were up substantially from the year before. It was my first time back in two years. Of course, the first the first of those two missed years was ca- canceled. And the second one, uh, I participated in digital CES, which is is good, but it was no true substitute for just the the interaction you get and the wandering around. Um, and that's we can get into a whole discussion of virtual versus live events, but that's for another time. Before I go further, though, I want to make sure I say a, a huge and special thank you to my good friend, cameraman, and trade show Sherpa, Norbert Frossa. So much of the coverage you see would not have been possible without Norbert's help. Uh, and I just can't thank him enough for everything. He tends to stay behind the camera. Once in a while, we drag him out in front. But he, is, he helps keep us on track, organized, finds the booths, makes sure that all the gear is working. And everything went very, very well this year. And so thank you, Norbert. Really appreciate it. Um, I can't wait to do it again next year. So as I go through some of the other CES commentary, I want to show you some of the sights of CES because it is truly a huge, huge spectacle. I don't intend to narrate these. I'm just going to let them run. But you'll see everything from photos of our breakfast crew uh, who represented no less than six different podcasts, maybe more. I'm not always quite sure. Um, Our traditional dinner after the week's first event, CES Unveiled. One of the very few shots of Norbert at Pepcom digital experience, Uh, a trip through Elon Musk's Las Vegas Loop in a Tesla, and the odd show floor shots are all here, uh, including some really big equipment and one of the options uh, for attention getting 3D signage that's very new. Uh, It does not involve a screen, by the way. That's just a small fraction of what you see get to see at CES if you ever get a chance to go. It's really worth it just for the spectacle, but you do have to have some connection to the industry since it isn't open to the public. I'm always surprised at the lengths and expenses some companies will go to for attention. This year, Skywriting by Siemens won that award. It's been reported that there were, as I said before, over 115,000 attendees. That was over double the year before. There were 3,200 exhibitors scheduled. And while I saw a few empty booths, there weren't a lot. So COVID was still a topic of discussion, but it really wasn't enough of a concern to deter showgoers, especially based on the the hallway shot the very first day that we were there, waiting to get into the show. Every year, I get the same questions about our CES coverage. I will address them here again for anyone who's new. Yes, I go with an Apple Focus. But your Apple technology is at the center of what you and I do, and it integrates into so many other products and services that almost anything is Apple-related. CES is an opportunity to see and explore other things that aren't exactly Apple-oriented or even Apple-adjacent. The bottom line is that if it looks interesting or important to me, I hope it will be of interest to you. Even with that, there are still vendors I didn't make it to that I hope to follow up with later. That's what I hope you'll see in the coming weeks, along with reviews of some of the products we had the opportunity to see and obtain. CES echoes throughout the year, both for products that are out and some that are coming out. But of course, it is CES. There are products that will never see the light of day, but that's all part of the whole CES experience. The next question usually has to do with when and what order the shows get published. When we're at the show, there's really no time the way we do it for editing and publishing. There's barely time for sleeping. And the only fair way that I've ever found regarding the order of publication is the order in which we record the interviews. Occasionally, something will slip out of order for editing reasons. But usually, who we talk to first is first, and who we talk to last is last. The order is not indicative of anything else. And, of course, my show numbering system. It's simple. The first two digits of a show year are the year, And the next three represent the number of that show in the year. So, 23001 is the first show of the year, followed by show 23002, 23003, etc. That way, as the years pass, it's easier to look at a show from the past and have a rough idea of when it was recorded. And no, I haven't done 23,000 shows. It's on my list of things to do to go back and figure out just how many are part of the Mac Voice's past. But for now, I'm looking to the future. I never mind answering those questions. It's always interesting that some of the same ones, though, come up every year. And I really appreciate the fact that folks are interested enough and care enough to bother to write and ask those questions. So thank you. With that, we will wrap up this month with the support report, as we always do. I want to thank everyone who supports Mac Voices. Uh, We do have some new folks that will be joining us in February. But for right now, for January, at Platinum, we had no one. But at gold, we had David G., Webb B., and Frank P. At silver, we had Baz, Craig A., Eric B., Eric C., Bruce E., Tim G., Chuck P., George R., and Daniel S. And at bronze, we had Max C., Tom C., Brian F., Cletus H., Craig H., Clinton M., John M., and Prop P. I want to make sure to say an extra thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Without you, it wouldn't be possible to do things like our CES coverage, and I hope you get as much out of it as, and have as much fun with it as I do producing it. Since this is turning into an information uh, episode, though, I want to make sure that for folks who, that folks understand that when you sign up for Patreon, um, let's say you signed up on January 2nd, you don't get charged for that, and so therefore you do not become a patron of Mac Voices until February 1st. So that's why, even though you signed up on January second, you won't see your name in the credits of any of the Mac Voices shows in January. But you should see them start appearing uh, at the uh, in the in the credits at the, around the beginning of February. Sometimes, depending on the way the month falls and the pre-publication schedule that I have to follow falls, um, it might not show up as right on the first. But you will be there. So. Uh, if you if you sign up, great. Just be aware that there may be a little delay in you getting credit for it. That's it for this Mac Voices update. There's a whole lot more um, after we recover and get a little sleep um, that I'm planning for Mac Voices this year. I want to thank you all for being here with us as part of the family. Um, hopefully you will tell some friends and other folks and we can just continue to grow this thing together. Until the next time, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching.